You're going to have people to do things to you. Things are going to happen to you. And the most important thing to do is to harness your will and let it go and move so you can grow. And welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to change your relationship with depression. I'm your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Monday to you. Our featured speaker today is arguably one of the best motivational speakers of all time. And today, he's here to share a story that would truly get you motivated. Here's Mr. Les Brown. Enjoy. I remember when I was stuck in anger for a long time. When I made a commitment to my adopted mother that I was gonna purchase her a home, I'll never forget the experience of working real hard to get the money for the down payment. Someone had told me of a beautiful home in an exclusive area of Miami. I went to see it, took my mother there, and she said, yes, I want it. It was on the water. We went to the closing. My attorney said, Les, have you had a title search? I said, what's a title search? Well, we just take a couple of days to check it out and make sure there are no liens against the property that you might have to pay if you buy this home. The guy who was there selling me the house, he said, listen, he said, the only reason that I'm selling you this house and selling it at a loss is because I admire the fact that you want to purchase this house for your mother. I have another guy who will give me substantially more money, but I like you. And I've got to get back to Philadelphia. Now, if we cannot consummate this deal now, then the deal is off. I said, there are no liens against the property? He says, no, of course not. I looked at my attorney, I said, I believe him, I'll sign. She said, Mr. Brown, I'm not questioning his honesty. She said, but business is business. I signed that contract and we had a big celebration. Everybody in the neighborhood was talking about Leslie coming home, one of the twins that Mamie adopted to buy her a home. Child, isn't that nice? God is going to bless him. (laughs) A few weeks later, I received a letter, a registered letter, indicating that the house was going up for sheriff sale on the courthouse steps. A man had filed a $12,000 lien against the property because the previous owner owed him that money. And if I did not come up with $12,000 in 30 days, He was going to sell the house to the highest bidder. I called this man and said, Mr. My name is Les Brown. I purchased this house. I had nothing to do with your prior bill, prior prior bill. He said, that's not my problem. He said, you should have had a title search. I said, can you give me time? I said, my mother is an older lady. She has a bad heart. And I said, please, I said, if you just give me the time, I don't know how I'm going to do it with a house note and everything else, but I think I can pay you at least $2,000 a month. And within six months, somehow I will pay you your money. He said, no, I want it all in 30 days or you get out. I did everything I could, racked my mind thinking about how I could get $12,000 because I, I took everything I could to get the money just for the down payment and the closing. I finally had to face the reality that I wasn't going to be able to do it. I was up around two o'clock in the morning, walking back and forth, thinking, 
How was I going to tell my mother this? My children were there in the room sleeping all night long. I agonized over this. I lost over 23 pounds. Pretty soon I went in the room where my mother was sleeping and I said, Mama, I got down on my knees by the bed. I said, Mama, I got to talk to you. And she said, what's wrong? I said, Mama, I said, we got to get out the house. I said, in my haste to buy the house, I made a mistake. She said, that's all right, baby. I didn't like this house anyhow. (laughs) I said, Mama, you told me you loved it. I brought our friends out here to see it. She said, you know I have arthritis in my knees, and I don't like going up the steps, but I knew it made you happy. You loved it so much. I said, Mom, I've lost 23 pounds agonizing over this. Well, we had to pack up and go back to the old house down the street from Northwestern High School in Liberty City. All those neighbors who came out and saw us leave. Those neighbors were there as we were coming back. We went in the house, the roaches were playing cards saying, come on in and take a hand. I was wiped out. I was embarrassed and humiliated. Words cannot encompass the symbolism of what I felt. I remember when I was unloading the furniture and I I began to cry. My sister came by. You know you didn't have any money to buy no house, Mr. Big Time. (laughs) Hadn't given me a quarter. You know mama got a bad heart now, y'all, back where you belong. As I was crying and my head down, taking furniture in, my mama said, hold your head up. I said, mama, I said, I just feel so bad about this, mama. She said, hold your head up and dry your tears. You have nothing to be ashamed of. And I did, as we unloaded that furniture in that house. For several weeks, I was numb. I was immobilized with anger. If I had seen that guy, I was thinking about flying to Philadelphia. I had all kind of dreams about him. And I didn't want to hit this guy here. Hitting would have been too good for him. I just want to just grab him and just bite him, just. Just they found him. They say, well, we found this guy just chewing on him. <laughs> Beating would have been too good for him. I'd have just bit him every time he <laughs> I'd have been like a Doberman pincher. Yeah? <laughs> God would have said, I thought I made everything, but I don't know where this came from. <laughs> I was reading a book on forgiveness. <laughs> And they had a line in there that says, forgive and grow. I had to let that luggage go. You see, your mind is, is, you know, when you go into a service station to get gas, you don't go in there and just start pumping. When you push the lever up, it clears the previous bill. By the same token, if you want to begin to move, you've got to clear your mind of all the unnecessary luggage and baggage that's weighing us down. I couldn't move, I couldn't think about what am I going to do to get out of this situation because I was so concerned about what happened and what he did to me and how bad it was. I was so stuck in that, I couldn't even focus on what I should have done. Feeling sorry for myself and angry and none of that was taking me anywhere. 
So pretty soon I, I learned through effort, made a conscious, deliberate, determined effort. I had to let it go. I had to forgive it. Let it go and begin to focus on developing myself. And I say to you, you're going to have people to do things to you. Things are going to happen to you. And the most important thing to do is to harness your will and let it go and move so you can grow. Make a declaration to yourself. Declare all out war that you're going to get out of this rut. I don't care how good you are. I don't care how talented you are. I don't care how much you work on yourself. There are some times when things aren't going to go right. They just are not going to go right. There are times when anything that can happen will happen. Murphy's Law will be knocking at your door. Why? I don't know why. That's called life. <laughs> and you have to deal with it. Sometimes your life will be in a slump. Just like sports. Some of the best shooters can't hit baskets different times in games. They get in a slump. Do they sit on the sideline and say, you know, I just didn't hit a basket today? No. They continue to execute. I suggest to you that if you are facing a challenge, don't stop. Stay busy. Work your plan. Continue to do those things that you know that work for you after you have evaluated yourself in the situation. Continue to move. Stay busy. Stay busy. Stay busy. Repeat after me. Help somebody. And help yourself. Because what you give is what you get. Find somebody that you can help so you can forget about you for a moment. See, sometimes the best thing to do is to be. Sometimes you have to just back up and go within yourself. A bow and arrow, you, you can't take a bow and just push it out an arrow. You just can't push the arrow out. You have to pull it back and then release it. Sometimes you have to back up and go within and pray and meditate and recharge your batteries. Go away, clear your head, and then come back and look at it from a different vantage point. Don't operate while you are under the spell or the effect of what's going on. That was Les Brown encouraging us to let go. You can learn more about him, his books, and all his future events over at lesbrown.com. If you love this clip, there will be a link of the entire talk in the show description below. When you get a chance, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast player app. And if you can't, for whatever reason, no worries. Share it with a friend. All right. That is it for me. Tune in Wednesday for some laughs and a few tips on how to get out of a rut with our newest featured speaker. And until then, stay strong. Later. <laughs>